0: The KM Community Podcast, bringing you stories from Kent's communities every week. Hello and welcome to the KM Community Podcast. I'm your host, Oliver Kemp, and I'll be bringing you the stories that matter at the heart of communities across the county. If you have a story you think needs to be told, just use the hashtag KM Community on social media, or you can email me on okemp at thekmgroup.co.uk. This week, how can society protect and steer young men away from a life of crime is it about interventions programs or outreach one gym in chatham is channeling the frustrations of youngsters into the sport of boxing the owner of unique boxing matt sims joins me to tell us more the km community podcast matt welcome to the km community podcast Uh, nice to meet you um so you set up your boxing gym near luton road which some would say is a part of the Medway towns associated with a history of crime and, and antisocial behaviour. What would you set up there?
1: That's a really good question. Um, so when I was doing some research into the area um, at the time of opening the gym, that stretch from where our gym is positioned through to Luton Arches come under the 2% poverty struck area in the country, um, which some would say is a really bad move for a business. It depends on the definition of your business. So ours is obviously trying to incorporate boxing, kickboxing, MMA and uh, sport. So I would say that actually it's uh, a much better place to put uh, a gym or, or, a, if you like, um, a contact sport uh, facility uh, in those particular areas because they probably haven't got much to do. And uh, that was my thinking behind
0: it, because you can you can go a couple of different ways about setting up a fitness center or a gym, can't you? You can yeah. think about how we're going to get the most people, how we're going to make the most money, or you can think of it as a as a as a way of socially improving the area. Which it, it seems like that, from what you've just said there, that is that was the aim from the from the get go.
1: Yeah, it was it was challenging, obviously, um, coming in coming into a, a, an area like that, but. Uh, and you sort of have to have your wits about you yeah? because obviously you do meet a, a whole bunch of different people. Um I was quite lucky really because I was still working two jobs, so I was I had that and I was working another job. Uh so it wasn't like I had to really depend completely on it, but I knew that it would build up once um if you like the com- people within that community area uh, started seeing what we were doing and um Realized that actually there was a place for them to go. Uh, they they will find find the money and find the find the time. So uh, that was really how, how it just come around. How long have you been running it for now? So I've actually been there for ten years. Uh, prior to that, I used to just be in little studios through sort of Gillingham and Medway, um, just as a bit of a part time thing, really, uh, just keeping my interest um, active. Uh, and then I just literally just like, okay, look, we've got a pretty pretty good following here. Um, and I took on the uh, old cash converters. The reason I took on the old cash converters in particular is because it had been empty as well. So obviously not many businesses um, do open or do very much down there. So it had been empty for about two, two nearly three years, and uh, obviously it just doesn't do anything for the area. Um, So we we just took it on. Uh, And no one really thinks of a retail shop to be a gym, but... We just changed the perception of
0: of what it looked like. Mm, completely changed the face of that area by yeah. by getting rid of an empty because an empty retail space it just doesn't do anything for no. for a local area does it at all? So so there's 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 boxing there's kickboxing there's also mixed martial arts as yep, well. Right? So we
1: have the mixed martial arts we have the jiu jitsu there, um, we have fitness just fitness orientated classes classes for uh, ladies mums, um, just just sometimes um, I think there's so many different avenues that people miss out um we're obviously we're trying to help our next generations uh our youths within the area just trying to keep them active uh some of them you know listen it, if we if we've been realistic most parents work both parents work um parents uh, they don't have much time spending time with their kids and you know they, they they sort of come home on their own you know the parents don't get home till 6 7 o'clock at night and um i, I think that just having a having somewhere for those kids to go to within walking distance as well uh, massively helps um and i would say that that's my the biggest uh group of people that we have is people that come within a walking distance
0: and and so reaching out to those young people is 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 a big part of of what you want to be what you want to be doing on a day-to-day basis. Yeah,
1: 100%. Because for us, um, I would say that they, they're the ones that are going to shape our future, if, if that makes any sense. Uh, we want them to, to have something to focus on, concentrate, um, element of discipline, and uh, realise that actually there are things to do, and there are different ways of channeling uh, aggression or anything that's troubling them, really. Um, and that they actually, there's probably like-minded people, and there's people like themselves that they can actually talk to, uh, and they might not just realise that, but if they're just stuck at home or sitting in their bedroom playing consoles or whatever, um, and I think that will really that really helps. And it, again, we're in a a bit of a dilemma um, where people are a little bit uh, antisocial uh, just because of technology and phones, and uh, bringing them into a community gym or community centre or fitness centre, it, it makes them engage. I tell them, I, I, I say, listen, you can't text each other, you know, you, you've got to communicate, you have to talk. And again, it, it creates people skills. Um, and again, just a different way of looking at it, you know, it's not all about the, the boxing, the martial arts, the MMA, introducing people skills, how to interact. Um, and I think it's very important for our generations to come.
0: That sounds like an interesting response to something I wanted to ask you. Because what is it about boxing and physical sports that can provide a good outlet for young men, especially young men that may be tempted down darker paths? Because just playing devil's advocate here, some people might say, yeah, but boxing is a form of violence where you're hitting someone. So what is it about that that, that channels things in a positive way?
1: Well, you're not wrong. Uh, it is a form of violence. Um, I would say that it's controlled violence because we have rule sets and. Uh, what a better way really is that you know once they start learning an element of skill and no no one's just a, allowed to start throwing punches at each other and stuff like that. Um, that's not how it works. You know they have to build up a set of a set of skills. They have to learn how to be able to carry themselves, defend themselves, and then uh, with protective equipment they then get into the ring, and they both agree. So there's a they. It's not like. It, it, one person agrees and the other doesn't. It, you know, they're both saying, "Yeah, you know what? I want to test what I've learned." So then they get into the ring, and uh, you know, they 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 test out where 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 they sit. And um, there's rules, you know. So if it is and it's monitored, and I think that's the that's the point really. Uh, and let's be honest, uh, if you can do it in a controlled environment where people are overseeing what's going on, monitoring the amount of uh, contact, if you like, that's going in, that's involved. It, it will help. It does help, and especially if there's youngsters out there which are a little bit aggressive and angry. Uh, um, sometimes they, they don't know how to control it, and you hear youngsters lashing out, and they didn't mean to do it, or you know, smashing things. Well, you know what? Well, you can't get a better environment than somewhere with punch bags where they can just let that out or you know in that controlled environment and if they don't listen we've got to get them to listen we have to make we have to relate to them we have to make them understand look that's not that's not why you're doing it this is why you're doing this and this is how you got to do this and um you know you're not in the ring to try and like kill that person not knock it not knock them out you know you're practicing what you're learning this is your skill set and um You know, moving on from there, you know they can end up going into competitions and controlling. Really, is a is a really good word. Controlling their emotions
0: and uh, how they how they let that out. Really, how difficult is it though to reach out to them in the first place? Because you're saying it's it's about understanding how to to channel this outlet. Do you ever get a kickback from trying to engage with some of these young people, especially if they first enter the gym, you know, for the first time?
1: I think it's quite easy for me
0: to reach out. Um,
1: Where sometimes uh, social media can be a negative thing, it's also a positive thing. Uh, We have a lot of uh, good uh, sportsmen in this country at the moment, so uh, that increases uh, our social media activity within sport and uh, sport as a general. Um, Me being relatively young um, and... Relatively in shape, uh, they they have. I don't know why uh, they just they want to engage, and they don't. You know, I guess if you got the a fat old guy approaching you, oh, you know, I can teach you this, I can teach you that. They're gonna go. What does he know? It doesn't. It doesn't look like he's in shape. It doesn't look like he practices what he preaches. And uh, you know, I'm sure I'll get there uh, without a doubt. And uh, (laughs) you know, I'll have somebody else uh, fill my shoes, and um, I'll. I'll wait for that time but I think that the important thing is is that practice what you preach and uh, if you can demonstrate that and uh, if you're again unfortunately social media has a, a, a presence you know it's uh, appearances do count and uh, if your appearance shows that you look like you're in sport um, they'll want to they'll want to engage they want to have a, common, a bit of communication with you and oh I want to look like that
0: or I want to look like this or I want to be able to do that and uh, straight away you you've got them engaged presumably it's about respect as well if a sport like boxing commands respect That's what boxing fans would say people who box um so i suppose when you approach these these young people you approach them with a with a level of respect so they respect you back
1: yeah i i i guess i've just been brought up with this uh this way really is that you just sort of treat people the way they treat you if, uh, I would say that initially I have to be a lot more stern uh and a lot a lot more straight and and, and direct with them um and I can sense which ones need that a little bit more that there's um you know there's like there's no leeway here you know like you've got to have to do what, what's expected and what's told of you or that's it you know uh you you're out and a lot of them actually they don't want to be out of anything you know they actually want to be part of something and I think that's that's a big problem you know they want to feel like they can fit in and be part of something and uh, we want them to fit in but we obviously need them to learn how to carry themselves how to respect themselves and others and uh, in that that's just something that they probably have not never been taught Um, so it's not it's a hard job coaching sometimes because you're trying to teach them like, teach them a sport, but you're trying to teach them how to manage themselves, how to carry themselves, how to control their emotions, how to have more discipline over themselves, um, you know, uh, nutrition, um, just so many different factors. And it's almost like uh, in sometimes you know, you feel that you, you will be more counselling as well as a coach. Um, and I think that. That really is uh, rewarding just on its own to try and just have some form of impact uh, on 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 all all people really, not just our youngsters, but obviously they're the ones that uh, go on to doing other things. Sometimes if they're not steered
0: in the right direction. The KM Community Podcast. So Matt, boxing and kickboxing has been such a big thing in your life. Uh, but were you ever tempted down a darker path yourself when you were younger? Was there a, was there any kind of uh, temptation to get involved with gangs or, or get involved in antisocial behaviour? Well, uh,
1: I guess I was involved in um, antisocial behaviour. Um, so, and I was I was involved in sport from a young age. Um, I never really classed it myself in a gang. Uh, I guess it was just a case of. A group of lads that would always meet up at a certain point because we didn't have phones then, obviously, uh, and we'd just meet up and we'd just hang out and we didn't. But I never classed myself in a gang. But other people may have been like, "Oh, that gang there," or "or that other group." You know, it was just um, just a group of a group of lads. Like there was a group of girls. that used to just hang out. Um, it did get to a point where I knew. It was one thing you know, sort of like hanging out with your friends and then uh, they they were off doing other things and getting into trouble and and obviously i'm I'm trying not to, but obviously if you're if you're amongst it, you sort of will end up falling into it and um i think really around the age of fifteen to sixteen, I had to make a decision of where I really wanted to get where I wanted to be trying to do and where I was gonna go um and much as I was training it was the sometimes it was just the environment that I kept um that sort of led me down the wrong path I wouldn't say that I was easily easily misled um but you want to feel like you fit in with your friends um you can't have four lads doing everything else and you're the only one not um yeah you know, and, and I think it's quite easy for for girls and boys uh to feel like you know an element of peer pressure you know like if i don't do this and and what they're going to think of me um so you end up just falling into a little bit of a a cycle really and i think that still goes on today
0: i was going to say i imagine some of the some of the young people you're trying to reach out to feel that pull from 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 peers and and people that they they want to spend time with but also they're feeling maybe i shouldn't be doing the things that we're doing
1: 100 percent um I think it's uh, it's 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 hard, and i try i I guess I'm just now trying to com- create a a different circle of people. um uh, within our in industry, um, and I know many other gyms are trying to do the same thing. Many martial artists, many boxing clubs. We're, you know, I'm not alone on this. You know, we're all we're all at it. We're all trying to do it. So, um, and they're all in the same situation as me. But we're trying to build that that team up inside. Now, when I say it's, it's really bizarre because I was thinking about this today, it's funny how we all call it a team, but if we took them, them people out and put them on the streets, they'd be called a gang. But they're not, are they? They're just a group of individuals, yeah? So you know, all I'm trying to do is just get them to work as a team now and, and bring them into a gym in an environment of, of
0: more control. Um, is gang an unhelpful term then? In that case, does it become unhelpful to call any any young group of people on the streets a gang?
1: I think I think sometimes it does, and I think sometimes it can feed into um, into the egos of young men and young girls. Perhaps uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I've got to be in that gang, or you know, my gang needs to be called this, or or is it just you know, is it, like I said, is it just a group of lads or a group of girls that are just actually socialising? You know, that's, you know, it's just, it's more of a tough word, isn't it? You know, uh, historically just known if you're in a gang, or well, I'm tough. So I think if we tried to stop using it as much, uh, it wouldn't be so... Uh, such a thing of where oh yeah i want to be in one Mm.
0: Um, because obviously there there are legitimate uses of the word gang and and there's things like postcode wars that have happened in london (laughs) and things like that you know know, there are legitimate gang issues but i think perhaps maybe thinking about the way we use the term when it comes to younger people maybe that maybe there's some work to be done there
1: yeah i think uh, again you know we we all um I think you're never going to get away from it, but sure. But obviously, um, everybody wants to be like what's going on in, in, you know, either in London or other areas or, you know, perhaps what they see on YouTube and on TV now, um, just as we all did. Um, it's just trying to diverse, diverse it around a little bit and change it around. Because um, as I say, if I if I was to take my team from out of the gym, uh, a, a group of young men of 10 and I said, okay, I want you just to hang around in Chatham as an example. They could be classed as a gang. What are, they, what are these lads doing? You know, well, actually they're just hanging out. They're just a, a, a team of, uh, I'd like to think of them as athletes, uh, or preparing to be athletes uh, who are just hanging out together. Um, I think it comes down to when they're doing sort of the antisocial behavior and, and, uh, creating trouble. That's when I, I think it starts, the word gang starts coming in.
0: Have any of those, uh, the young people that have, that have come to you in the gym and started working with you professed to being involved in some of that stuff in the past or, or do, you, do you, can you feel that there's that pull? happening? Yeah,
1: a hundred percent. I mean,
0: yeah,
1: I think the, the, the thing of it now is, is that we have lots of people which have left London that come to sort of Medway, uh, Kent, just because obviously it's a little bit cheaper. Um, i know of many of people that have come to train with us where they've been involved in uh, gang stuff and um a bit of knife crime they've moved moved away they've come to medway now um trying to seek a, a sort of a bit more of a karma and uh, more of a peaceful life um it's just yeah we just got to it's hard because i've i've never been involved in any of that in, in that like I've never been stabbed, or, or quite lucky, um, but I think it's um, it's on the rise, and uh, if I can have some influence of trying to prevent that and give them, again, give them somewhere for them to escape, if if that
0: makes any sense, then uh, then great. Hmm. Because obviously we have. We've talked about knife crime on this podcast actually as well, and over the past year we had the suspected stabbing of Andre Benton in Maidstone. Yeah. We had uh, the Knife Angel Monument, which was which was in Rochester, yeah. which was this is this huge sort of massive monument of, of all of the the crimes that have happened yeah. with with bladed articles. Do you think a sport like boxing could be the answer to tackling knife crime and stopping children from actually picking up knives in the first place?
1: I think we're in a little bit of a dilemma because we're looking at, like, knife crime as it, it's, the, it's the only thing. But, unfortunately, it's not a case of them picking it up and, and using it. Or We have to sometimes tackle the issue of why they're using it. And I would say that sometimes we've got we've got quiet individuals that will not even be in gangs that are carrying knives because they're a little bit scared of the gangs. Now what about those lads or girls? What about those ones that I feel that you know they need to protect themselves? So there's a real flip side to this because it's not just it's not just gangs, it's not just these, you know, groups. Um, sometimes, you know, like I said, I know of I know of a couple of individuals where, you know, they've they've carried knives just because they're 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 worried, you know, walking home, they're worried. And I and I'm trying to explain but if you've got it on you what what do you think is gonna happen you know like well it's it's there to scare scare people away. The chances are that you'll end up doing something you actually regret because you've you can be pushed into a corner of where you've had to act then the individual who was actually a victim has now become a person that's been involved in knife crime and uh Really had no intentions of being in the gang was just trying to defend themselves and uh i think that's uh part of kind of how it spirals out um obviously we've got peer pressure of gangs or you know uh, groups of individuals where there's a bit of rivalry between each other i understand that i think um drugs play a part in this um where there's a little bit of people are, are sort of doing certain bits of selling and whatever else and you know, um, they're trying to make sure that they don't get robbed, because uh, listen, you know, Chatham and Medway is not sometimes uh, the most glamorous of places to live, and um, they're doing all sorts to make ends meet, and I, I think that the the age is coming down of where young boys and I'm I'm even saying young girls because I I wouldn't I would believe that they're they're all doing it now um, just to try and make a bit of money because. Everything's just a little bit tougher, and uh, unfortunately, social media doesn't help us in that aspect because everything looks glamorous and faster lives, and we all want to, we want it now. You know, no one's really prepared to try and put in a little bit of work, and
0: uh, obviously, it seems like a glamorous life until something drastically bad happens. And one more question, um, from from you, Matt. You just spoke about the fact that sometimes we need to maybe think about the the kids that are carrying knives who are scared of being victims and actually yeah. it gets flipped on its head would you ever advocate them learning a contact sport in an aid of self defense or in in your opinion is is that stuff supposed to be left in the gym is that stuff supposed to be left in the arena
1: yeah i think um there's like i said there's going to be positives to both this so that I, I, Personally, I think sport, boxing, kickboxing, the MMA is a, a positive to try and break, them, break themselves out of the gang environment. Um, gradually, we need to try and uh, give them somewhere to channel their aggression or have somewhere to hang out um, and create m- new people. And from the other point of view, those that feel like they need to learn to defend themselves, they've got to try and I would say that, to be honest with you, it is a great form of self-defence from my point of view. Um, some people are going to say, well, you know, how are you going to defend yourself against a knife? I think that any anything really is, if you're in that situation, run. You know, like there's no great answer to that. But truthfully, every, every aspect of it, you know, they do need to learn some form of self-defence, whether it's boxing, it's kickboxing, it's the mixed martial arts. They need to be out, and it, it introduces more confidence for them. You know, it's not, oh, go, go and be confident and, and start busting people up on the streets. It's not about that. It's just a case of they will know how to carry themselves. That if that situation comes around, look, you know, I've got no trouble. I don't want no trouble. Can you leave me alone? It, it just means that they're about to talk, they're able to communicate, they'll be able to carry themselves, and even just through their, their voice, you know, be able to express. That listen, I'm not messing around, leave me alone, and you and sometimes that that can be just enough. Um, and and I think that's the problem where people aren't in a trained environment, they can't they can't express themselves and they don't know how to um how to just overcome that, that first hurdle, and then obviously it just it's a bit of a downward spiral from there. Matt, thank you very much. My pleasure, thank you.
0: The KM Community Podcast. Bringing you stories from Kent's communities every week.